Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition reaction show on Bavarian Podcast Works. This is I Need No Name, and today I am joined by yet another new podcaster in Fergus, who is a regular commentator and writer on our blog. Fergus, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Yeah, and we know the reasons for that because we are doing this as Bayern Munich have concluded a true blockbuster signing. We have signed Sadio Mane from Liverpool. It just went live, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes ago. And we've been anticipating this announcement for a while now, but we wanted to record when the reactions are fresh. So here we are. And you guys have probably heard a lot about Mane from me already. So I'm going to ask Fergus first. Fergus, how do you feel about this transfer? Just in general, what is your vibe? Well, I think the transfer feels a lot like a Lewandowski replacement. We've heard those uh, reports that Mane will be playing striker at times, and that's where I think he will play. And when you look at it from this lens, although on paper Mane is a great signing, he's only 30, a few years younger than Lewandowski. Is he really better than Lewandowski? Will he contribute as much to the team? Will he be that focal point in the tank? Is our questions which are still up to debate. So in my viewpoint, Mane as a transfer alone is a great one. But in the context of him actually being a Lewandowski replacement and Lewandowski probably being gone after this, I'm not so sure it's a great transfer. That is going to be controversial because as far as I can tell, Pretty much everyone is really elated about this transfer. Like, let me just say that a week ago, people were very, very down on Bayern's transfer window. People were very depressed. People were singing songs of doom. But now it looks like people are ready to praise board for getting this transfer done for a very good fee, I should point out. Like, with Mane's bonuses, it'll only go up to around 41 million euros total, which is... A good price, in my opinion, for someone who is proven, world-class, and can perform at the highest level. That being said, yes, you do make a great point, which is the fact that we don't know if he is really going to be our replacement for Lewandowski. And I should also point out that we don't know if he's going to fit into our system as smoothly as we expect, because we saw with Marcel Zavitzer what happened last season. But it seems like you want to make a point, so go ahead. Yeah, so one thing I would say also, uh, you mentioned the bonuses, and that's one thing I wanted to talk about, um, for, or the add-ons, should we say. So the reporting is that it'll be around the 32 million base fee with around 9 millions in add-ons. And I think the add-ons are very smart from work from Brazo because really, if these add-ons are fulfilled in terms of the appearances or even the special add-ons like winning the Champions League or the Ballon d'Or, it's the transfer really will have paid itself already and will have been a great transfer. So I think uh, I would just like to say the add-ons were very effective also. I do agree because we don't exactly know what the add-ons are at this stage, but I guess that San, I mean, sorry, money will have add-ons based on, I guess, appearances for Bayern plus winning the Champions League, winning the Bundesliga. I don't think he's going to have a Ballon d'Or applause anymore. We heard during the negotiations that that was a very important sticking point for Liverpool. Like they did not believe Mane would ever win a Ballon d'Or, which I guess is fair. But I should say that the transfer itself is great work by Brazil. Like he went above and beyond to get this done. And we did criticize him for his activities, 
him being photographed in a nightclub in Mallorca and you know all of the stuff that has happened in the last few months regarding Lewandowski, Gnabry, everything there but he is having a really good transfer window so far the fact is that we haven't had any major departures yet which is one saving grace for him but I don't think buying squad planning is over for this window and the main reason I don't think that is because First of all, we have Mane's announcement already, but he was announced without a shirt number. And I think the reason that was done is because we might be anticipating either Lewandowski or Gnabry leaving this summer. And if they do, I think Mane will take one of their numbers. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I could be mistaken. But I feel that the amount of money Bayern Munich has spent this summer, we won't be in the black unless we sell someone major. Like we've already sold, I think, Mark Broker to Leeds and for a decent sum of money as well. And we are we have gotten rid of quarantine release, so that's a huge chunk of wages off our wage bill. But even so, I don't think that even by offloading guys like Chris Richards or Bundesar or everyone else, we will be able to afford this massive net spend that we have unless we sell someone else. And that's the reason why Mane's number hasn't been revealed. And it kind of worries me in that sense, because I'm not really sure that letting Lewandowski or Gnabry leave at this stage is good business by Bayern Munich. Maybe if good offers come in, but we can't really predict that. But after last season, what happened with Marcel Zabitzer and what has happened with our big signings for the last few years, like basically in the Brazo era, I'm cautiously optimistic about what Mane can achieve for us. We hear in the media that Julian Nagelsmann really wanted him. He knows exactly what he wants from Mane and what he has is what he has planned. But I, I, I just lack confidence in the manager. And even though Sadio is a really great guy and a really great player, I, I'm just you know I'm just a little bit cautious, you know, about this transfer. I don't want to hail it as the holy grail of transfers just yet. Sure, I think you make great points there, but on in contrast, I would actually say I think it is necessary for Bayern to sell one of Lewandowski, one of Gnabry, one of the wingers, for example, um, to accommodate Mane. Because at the moment, we've already seen in the past seasons, Jamal Musial is not getting the playing time he needs on the wing. And with many wingers next season, potentially Gnabry, Mane, Coman, Sane, Musiala, five top-class wingers for just two positions, potentially... I think that there'll be real problems with getting valuable playing time for all players. There may be problems in the dressing room. And therefore, I think, honestly, if an uh, offer, for example, 40 million came in for um, for Gnabry, I think that Bayern should just uh, take it and um, take take the money and um, be happy that we got Mane, who's the better player, albeit slightly older, for a similar fee. Yeah, I think that's fair. But we sh- I should point out that this is... A World Cup year, and on top of that, a really strange World Cup year because the World Cup is in what December, I think, and yeah. the Bundesliga is basically going to stop. Then we break for the World Cup. Then there is the winter break, I think, and then the second half of the season. And the second half of the season includes part of the games from the first half. And the last time we saw a fixture schedule like this, we saw Hansi Flick really struggle deal with it even though our season before that had been really good and people will know my opinion on Hansi Flick's second season is that 
fatigue destroyed that team. It wasn't really his tactics that let us down, but the fact that the team just was playing too much football. And because of that, we just couldn't keep up with the stress. And maybe that's the reason the board might be willing to go into this next season a little bit overloaded on players. So that's why we have signed Graven Birch and we are still looking to sign Conrad Limer for the midfield. We can overload the midfield. We still have, according to Brazo, we're still looking to options on the centre-back market. That might still be an option for us. And we are basically building a team that can really go the distance, both like as a first eleven and as subs, which is something that we did lack last season, I believe, even though the fixture congestion wasn't really an issue last season that being said of course we can't ignore the fact that selling Lewandowski or Gnabry would bring in a lot of money this summer money that fine seems to need I I, I just wanted I, I don't know how the board is gonna manage this particular calculation like it's not that I don't have faith it's just that I'm just really skeptical it's like a really hard thing to predict and no one, even the people on the inside, can really give us any concrete answers at this point. Do you have any other misgivings about this transfer? Like, I know we're kind of focusing on the negatives right now, but don't worry, guys. We will be focusing on the positives right after this. So one final word. Yeah, do you well, have I do have some more misgivings, as yeah, a matter yeah. of fact. So I believe that um, you see names like Christopher and Cuckoo on the market for $100 million, or Darwin Nunes, and... I just wonder why Bayern is committing a fair bit of money, 30 million plus maybe 15 million uh, a year annual wages for a few years, plus signing bonuses, player agent fees uh, for money when some of these younger guys could be available and could benefit the team in the long run. But another thing I would also like to add is that why couldn't Bayern just offer Lewandowski a contract earlier on maybe slightly higher terms, 25 million a year. But in total, if they offered him a three-year contract like they've offered Mane, it would still have a similar um, similar value, similar overall package to this transfer. And with Lewandowski, it must be said that his game relies much less on the physicality than someone uh, who's a bit of a pace merchant, one must say, in Mane. And I wonder how when Mane's athleticism is dropping down in the next few years as he ages. I wonder if it would have been more prudent to just maybe offer Lewandowski a higher sum, a longer contract, and uh, keep him at the club instead of going through all of this uh, bravado just to sign sign a 30-year-old Mane on a three-year deal. Well, I can't really argue with you on that because when I did the Q&A with Noel of the Liverpool offside, he did mention that Mane has lost some of his explosive burst pace from earlier seasons. And I don't know, maybe he could regain it at Bayern, playing for Bayern in the Bundesliga, but maybe not. I mean, he is 30 years old with a lot of football under his belt. And based on that, I I would have always taken another extension for Robert Lewandowski because he's so consistent and he's just so good at what he does. And this entire situation with him is just so unfortunate and just a failing by the board, really, to manage a squad full of stars because there's so many players recently that complain about poor communication or poor, um, what should I say, just poor handling by the board of their contract situations. But I guess that's 
pretty much all we have to say on the negatives and we should say some positive things in terms of positives as far as i'm concerned the biggest positive that money brings to the club is the fact that we will not have to see sane or ganabri play regular minutes on the wings for this coming season money should be able to take over that and i mean unless Lewandowski leaves of course money should be able to take over that and that means that we finally get like some consistent production from the wings i'm not looking for like prime robin or ribery numbers but i am just looking for that measure of consistency that we have lacked from sane and ganabri these past few years and i'll be Honest, I feel like our last two Champions League eliminations have been down to our lack of quality on the wings. So that's one of the reasons I think that the board went all out to get proven winger for this season. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. And I would also like to say I was looking at the numbers for Mane in the past few years, and it's 18, 18, 25 and 23 goal contributions in the Premier League in his last four seasons which shows that even from the wing position in a objectively harder league as the Premier League, he's still getting good goal numbers. Those are the Robin and Ribery numbers we've been looking for from our wingers. And also, he seems much more consistent than the very inconsistent Sané and Mane. But there's one Gnabry. also... Uh, sorry, Gnabry. This is uh, going to be confusing, up. you know? Sure. <laughs> it is good. For the commentators, they they get mixed up with Davies and, um, and Sané or people... Already, so with yeah, the this names, is why people on Reddit say we should have signed Harry Kane. So it could have been Sane, Mane, and um, Kane. Uh, Kane. So sure. <laughs> that would have been interesting, though. Harry Kane is Lewandowski's yeah. replacement. But yeah, I would also is... just like to also... say one, one, one more thing yeah. actually. Um, that we've seen in this transfer deal how amicable Mane was to Liverpool. How how he is such a good guy. Um, the lack of ego that potentially has plagued Lewandowski at times. So I think that that his presence is a world-class presence, but also a very grounded um, mind will bode well for the Bayern dressing room. And he'll be a player to look up for uh, for the other young players at, the, at this club. Yeah, I do appreciate that. I actually appreciate all the good vibes that he has brought to the club recently because it has been a little bit negative and... I think we are also a bit guilty of that. I mean, we've spent the last few minutes of this podcast really focusing on the negatives, but Mane has brought a breath of positivity to Bayern Munich that I have not seen in a pretty long time. And like, it just feels good. You know, the guy, he seems very likable. He seems to really enjoy being here. I hope that lasts. I hope his first few games go well because, you know, that can just make or break player here at Bayern. The criticism, I mean, it comes very quickly when you're here. But as far as my first impressions of Mane are concerned, he, he makes me happy. He makes me smile. And I think that's just I think that's just really important for us as a fan base just to get good things uh, during a time when our future seems just very uncertain, you know? Sure, yeah. He's definitely brought lots of positivity to, to the fan base. And also with Lewandowski always moaning and uh, his antics in the past, it's really good that now, even if he does leave, we do have that world-class replacement in for him. And he's also has a world-class personality, as you say. Yeah. So the thing I want to end on, because I think we don't really have much more time remaining. So 
where do you see Nagelsmann deploying Mane next season? Assuming that even if Lewandowski leaves, we will get a striker replacement. So assuming that we still have a striker, whether it's Lewandowski or someone else, like Lysic or someone, where do you think Mane will play next season? Where do you want him to play? Well, I do want him to play on the wing, but that's on probably the left wing or the right wing, but that's dependent on, as you say, Bayern getting a striker in. And even if Bayern do get that striker in, I think that the quality of the striker won't be that large. I'm not sure if Kalajic is able to lead the line. Haller was someone who I thought might have been able to do the job, also Patrick Schick, but it doesn't look like we'll get either of them. So I think that we will actually be seeing Mane in the centre-forward role, as I think Lewandowski still will leave. And I think that Nagelsmann's going to deploy a much more fluid attacking formation with the three wingers constantly interchanging changing perhaps um perhaps thomas muller in behind also offering lots of support and i think it should be a much more fluid system very exciting but with that we might lose uh structure in the attack and also that focal point in lewandowski so mane and the other wingers muller gretzka will have to definitely pick up their share of the goals in the future i believe yeah me too and i'm just looking forward to seeing Money play a few games on the left with Alfonso Davies next to him. Like, in my opinion, there is no scarier thing in world football than having Money and Davies barreling down on you at the same time. And obviously, you and me being huge Muller fans, we are looking forward to Thomas Muller's first assist to Sadio Mane or vice versa. Sure. And also, one massive point um, to mention is that. As Mane is that type of cut inside winger, like a Ribéry with his right foot, it actually allows Davies to employ his width on on the wide left. As we saw at Man City in Sané's final years, Sané never played with the left back Benjamin Mendy because Pep thought that they would both be providing too much width or they would clash in positions. And we, even though Sané has gone inside at points this season, uh, we have seen points of that where Sané might be better very far wide on the left, but this is not possible. So I think it'll really bode well for Davies's overlapping runs and our overall attacking play on that left side as Sané, uh, Mane, sorry, will really be given the opportunity to cut inside and allow space uh, for Davies moving forward. Yeah, it will be a nightmare. Yeah, for and it'll also, I guess, free up Coman for the right wing position. So Bayern should have productive wings on both sides next season. So I'm looking forward to that. I am very much looking forward to that. Okay, Fergus, I think we have crossed the 20-minute mark, so we can wrap up here. This was just our very first impressions of the Sadio Mane transfer, everything from the transfer fee to how he comes across at Bayern Munich and how he might be used, potential pitfalls of the transfer, and if we could have used the money better. But if you disagree with us or you agree with us, feel free to comment on our blog. And you can find us on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works. You can listen to us on pretty much any podcasting channel on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you like to use. And this was a special episode. We will be back on, I think, Thursday or Friday with the weekend warm up. Be sure to check that out. And this is I Need No Name and Fergus on his podcasting debut. Thanks for listening and good night or goodbye.